to I really nearly said bravissimo <laughs> that's uh, not connected to uh, my uh, new employee uh, no no connection whatsoever welcome back to unclassical <laughs> who are we <laughs> what do who we do I? Katie just wants to use my who store discount <laughs> I do look man got big titties and they like to get adventurous <laughs> i like them to be housed that girl over there with the big titties that is katie the girl who will be accommodating the big titties i'm Marsha. hello she also has big titties we're a big titty family the big boobied family the big booby song we're shaking our boobs it's a podcast you can't see we're shaking our boobs but we're shaking our boobs do you ever like <laughs> Do you ever look at like um clothes? Like I was looking at getting a um a like co-ord the other day mm. for summer and it had like lemons on it <clears throat> and so I sized it up because I was like because I got a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> got boobs in an ass. I got boobs in an ass. And so I was like, there is no way in hell. Because it was like a little crop top that it came with. And I was like, that it that's not even getting past my nipples. Like I don't, <laughs> not, like I just crop tops the crop tops these days are too bloody well cropped. They're just they're letting it all out. That's this fashion though. Well, like that was on Love Island, wasn't it? Like under boob. It's a thing. It's only a thing if you've got little boobies that will stay put. Yeah, literally. I'm My just nipples will be it. out. Yeah, I I would never uh, attempt it. Would just, it. it would just be full on boobs out. Yeah. Oh, you couldn't lift up. It would be full nipple if you lifted up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like. Not full nipple, full titty. I told you, didn't I? My friend, she had quite a respected job at um, like a marketing agency thing. And she was before a meeting, before Corona, when, you know, you went to like real meetings. And mm. she pulled her jumper mm. off and it all just went awkwardly quiet. And she was like, take my top off as well, haven't I? Wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Just standing wonderful. there in her bra. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we've not all done it, but we've all come close to it, sweetheart. We've all... <laughs> We've all been there when you're desperately trying to grab the end of your top halfway through in the staff room, like, don't look at me! Don't look at me! So, uh, oh my god, yeah. the fucking stress level of taking my jumper off, because well, I used to work in a nursery with children, it's like, for the love of God, <laughs> no, 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 no. don't get your tits off. Also, sometimes, because I fucking hated that job, I'd make an effort to wear nice underwear to feel nice about myself, <laughs> because I hated it. Yeah. And so I'd be like, it's going to look real weird if I take my top off and I got a sexy ass bra on underneath here. <laughs> Just like, why would you wear that to work? To feel special. I ain't buying it. Get out of here. <laughs> like, look, it's pretty. I mean, you make me wear this horrible polo shirt. I don't wear makeup anymore. I want to feel pretty. <laughs> I just want to feel nice about myself. <laughs> Is that so, so much to ask? <laughs> we got in early with the tangents. <laughs> Oh, we did. What are we doing? Well, we're looking at part four, four. of Rebecca. Yeah, yeah. I realised this because I thought we were. Do- I thought we were starting episode three, and I came back to my notes and because I I wrote in like yeah episode four, and I was like shit. Should probably move through this a bit faster. And then I was like, so I'll <laughs> flip through this like next episode like really quickly, like skimming yeah. over stuff, like and and then a lot of important shit happened in fifty pages. <laughs> You know what, guys? Get in contact if you don't agree and I will delete your message. Um, I am enjoying the journey. (laughs) And also, the the longer you spend on this, the longer I have to read the next books. (laughs) Right. Should we tell the story? Yeah, so I remember last time we were on like, uh, well, I thought it was a cliffhanger, but now you're going to tell me we're not actually going to find out what happens. So... Um, someone tells Max. Oh, you will find out a bit what happens. Okay, no, we're not quite there yet. So we'd like it's before Maxim finds out because Maxim's okay, cool. still away in London at this point. So yeah. after Jack Favell leaves, who was um, Mrs. Danvers' mate, who had come round, yeah. Um, DW goes up to the West Wing where she'd seen him and Danvers looking out of the window. Um, so she kind of goes to be like, "What were they doing?" Um, okay. So she goes into the room to investigate, and she's kind of expecting to like find loads of dust sheets everywhere, like you know the room to not be in use because lol joke it's not um and she finds like a really lavish bedroom with you know like not even like it's you know like it's still got like the makeup laid out like it looks like you know like a bedroom you'd walk into and it's like you've left that day so she was a bit like uh creepy her dna is still on the makeup brushes yeah literally and so she's a bit like oh fucking weird and so she goes over and opens the window and is like yeah this is definitely the window the room they were in like i can see the view and so she's kind of like looking around 
and having a bit of a moment being like, oh, I'll never be as good as Rebecca and she's still so wow. present here. Oh, dear. And it's like, wow. I thought you were going to say she's still so pretty. I'm like, darling, she was a corpse with no arms. I mean, if anything, she's not pretty anymore. <laughs> oh, God. And her face was all smashed in as well. Let's not forget yeah. the smashed you're in face. You're definitely prettier now. Not in a heyday, let's be honest. Yeah. But now you're and two, prettier. two months at sea. Yeah. It's now <laughs> pretty. Literally, we've got this. <laughs> we found your dead wife. You want to come identify her body? It's been two no. months. Yes, and she's missing both arms and her face is smashed in. Oh, no. I can make better things to do. So I'm like, well, seeing as I'm very traumatised, I'm going to pass. Yeah, thanks, but no thanks. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, she's still very present. <laughs> she's very present. So, yeah, DW is having a bit of a moment. And then she hears, like, footsteps behind her. So she turns ah! around. And who should be there? Danny? Um, it's not Rebecca's ghost. Yeah. No. <laughs> turns around. It's just Rebecca. Ah! Ah! With no arms. Oh, my God. They should do a remake of this, but do it like a proper horror. Oh, it'd be disgusting. No, did you see... Did you see... Oh, what is it fucking called? Um... Not Hill House, the new one they made, Bly House Manor or Bly Manor. Blythe or Bly? Yeah, I think Bly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yes, I did. Yeah. Oh, and Lady from the Lake. The Lady of the Lake. Literally that, but with no arms. Oh. Like, and more of everywhere. a smashed in face. Like, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. Oh, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. I think I'd actually jump out the window. I would too. I'd, I mean, like, I'd take my chances with the <laughs> <Yeah>. flight. Like, <laughs> best case scenario, I die. Peace. <laughs> It's like, you know what, love, you can have him. <laughs> yeah. Bye, bitch. <laughs> I did not sign up for this bullshittery. Oh, I did not sign up to also be in a three-way relationship with your dead wife. Uh, Fucking who's hell. covered in gross ocean corpse juice. No. <laughs> no. Literally, should I go swimming in the bay? <clears throat> corpse juice. <clears throat> no. Oh, bits of my old wife might be on, when, on you when you come back. So if you couldn't. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> Fair point there, sweet Eric. Yeah. Of all the things you ask of me, I think that one's fair enough. I, like, I find it a real turn off when you come back with bits of my ex wife on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that one. That yeah. one's fair. That's actually quite a reasonable request. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, it's quite reasonable. It's a very reasonable request, dear Maxim. Anyway, <laughs> Mrs. Danvers has walked in and she looks weirdly triumphant. Oh, like, she's like, you've come into my lair. Literally, it's really fucking creepy. And so she's like, I would have shown you the rooms at oh. any point had you asked. And, she, and DW's just like, that's nah, all right, sorry, okay. I'm going to go. And she's like, no, come with me and look at her nightgown. No, and she's like, oh. <laughs> literally and it gets fucking weird because like her nightgown's like on her bed and she's like i lay it out for her every night she's like you're so weird and then she's like touch it touch it you've been touching it haven't you it's so light and silky soft isn't it go on hold it hold it and it forces it into her her arms and when she's holding it she goes yes i haven't washed it since she last slept Uh, disgusting uh, 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 no you know sometimes if like uh, I, I might be looking at, uh, you know, moving out at some point. Uh, who knew? You know, I've got to grow up sometime. But I've been looking at how gross <laughs> it is to buy a secondhand mattress. And sometimes they're like, you know, I'm a normal mm. person. I've just been sleeping on it. And like, even if it just smells of normal house, it's still gross, isn't it? And that's how I kind of feel like, yeah. you know, with an unwashed nighty. Like, she's been dead, what, over a year now? A year? Yeah. A year. Yeah, so even if, like, you know, she'd worn it once, you know, she was a normal, clean person, it's still disgusting. It's got human skin on it and gross. So don't hold the nighty that's not been washed and splash out yeah, on a new mattress. Uh, well, then no one's sleeping on it. It's just, it's literally like a shrine. It's just fucking creepy. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I have a request. In our house, could we not have a shrine? Just put it out there. <laughs> Just making it out there. I think it's weird. Um, but then she also like, grabs her slippers and forces her slippers onto her feet. Like, see how small and narrow her little feet were, weren't they cute? And it's like, oh, Katie's so holding up her hands. hands to show the feet. And so I thought you were going to say, and forced her slippers onto her hands. Like, what yes, she did. She no, onto her she hands. She forced them onto her. Yeah. Oh, to be like, to, like feel how small they are. She literally forced them. Like, she picked up the slippers and was like, feel how small they are. Like, oh. <laughs> Just imagine Maxim walking in like, why the fuck do you have slipper hats? I don't know! 
advertised Maxim. Ew. Oh, what? There was a rough bit and there was a toenail in there. No, disgusting. <laughs> Dan, you've got to sort it out. West Wing. Ah! <laughs> but then she's like, yes. Yeah, so and then, oh, she's fucking got the slipper hands. Do you know what she decides to fucking talk about? Danvers, that is. She's like, <laughs> oh, yes, I blame myself for the day she died. I'd gone out for the day, so I wasn't here for her. You know how they found her? Her face all smashed in and both arms ripped off. All fucking... dead and gooey after a month. like... Can you say gooey? She was gooey. Oh. I feel bad to admit that I paraphrased, but uh, yeah, she says gooey. Imagine like a court reading. Uh, the body was found. It was gooey. That's a good word. How would you describe her condition? Gooey. <laughs> Maxim, how are you after identifying your dead wife? That must have been traumatic. How was it? She was... <laughs> gooey. I mean, it definitely conjures an image, doesn't it? It do, yeah. It's not an image you're going to forget in an hour, is it, Maxim? Uh, or DW. No. Disgusting. So, yeah, like, obviously DW's gig is getting pretty freaked out by this point. Well, yeah. Um, and she... Well, and she yeah, as remembered, she was freaked out by red flowers. So how is she going to cope with this? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, aren't they? Oh, yes. <laughs> this is DW, you do have to get a grip sometimes. Not right now. You're allowed to freak out now. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she manages to like kind of get to the door and open it. And then Danvers just kind Wait, of like has a with her slipper change. hands? I can't tell you <laughs> Let me out, Danny, let me out. It sounds like someone's running up the walls. It's me with my hands. <laughs> let me out, let me out. No, look, she get, she manages to free herself off the, off the slipper hands okay. and get away. So she opens the door and then Danvers just goes fucking nor- well, normal again. Being oh, like, okay. oh yes, Robert is home and your tea is ready. He said to you that you would like to take it out on, under the chestnut tree in the grounds. Off you go, madam. And she's just like... Ah! <laughs> runs away to her rooms and locks the door yeah fair enough I, I think that is the best thing you can do yeah. in this situation oh yeah and just before she does manage to get away from Danvers mm. Danvers remarks that she reckons the ghost of Rebecca comes back to Mandley and watches DW and Maxim together oh wonderful nice. thank you so much it's a really nice image sorry Thanks. but if someone said that to me that worked for me and like, I'd be like Okay, so you want to be fired. You want to be fired because you can't say that shit to me and think there's not going to be repercussions. Start packing, Danny. You're on the way fucking out me. Literally. Well, in the film, she does fire her, but she doesn't in the book because she's too, too much of a wet blanket. Yeah, I suppose I always kind of like, as you do with books, you're like, you put yourself in like the protagonist situation and you'd like, I tell Danny yeah. to fuck off and like, uh, DW's not quite Literally. like that. And you're like, okay fucking dw i know honestly there's so many points in this where i'm like it's literally fine it's ju- you're just freaking out but you're fine just carry on mm. and she's there like, ah, and you're like oh. ah, what if there's a red flower and you're like, <laughs> you need to get a grip breathe like it is fine you will be fine it's okay mm-hmm. yeah she is a, she is a bit of a wet sock um well yeah anyway i mean no one likes a wet sock do they anyway they don't it's very unpleasant it is the next day you know maxim is still awake so i'm gonna say one quick tangent yeah the other day i spilled a whole like pint of water on the floor but it's water it was carpet i mopped up a bit but you know you just gotta let it dry um and then my boyfriend came back and he was telling me something quite serious and um he sat down um on the sofa above where the wet water was on the floor and then he was just chatting i didn't want to like interrupt his um flow and then after a while he was like um, I was like, are your feet wet? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I didn't really want to interrupt you, but they will be. That entire bit of carpet is so good. He's like, oh. say something. <laughs> I feel like it's your arse, is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, just your feet. <laughs> just your feet. Interrupt you. oh. It's oh. It's, it's just like they're like, um, got wet feet. Yeah, what did you yeah. do? Did you do this what on happened? Purpose? Did you say? Are you setting traps again? <laughs> <laughs> if no one knows about Just the traps, then you have to go back to whatever episode. I have no idea. 
<laughs> just if you haven't if you don't know the traps thing clearly you haven't listened to all our episodes and why the hell not why the hell not we got a request we'll go back into traps next time <laughs> but yeah back to rebecca <laughs> we've got we've got um two weeks left of lockdown lads get on it and listen to Uncarticle. Anyway, back to Rebecca. So yeah, um, Maxim is still away because, you know, he's spending the night up in London. So yeah. next morning, um, DW gets a phone call from Beatrice, Maxim's sister, being like, oh, I'm mm. driving by um, to see our grandmother. Do you want to come? And mm-hmm. so she's like, yeah, that'd be really nice. So she goes out, she meets Beatrice, and Beatrice comes, like, picks her up, and off they go. Mm. Um, and then this is just fucking awkward. So Beatrice like is instantly like, "Oh, you're much too thin. Like, why come? You, why are you so thin? You should be putting on weight." And then she goes on to be like, "Are you pregnant?" And to which that um, DW is like, "No." And um, Beatrice comes out with this line: "I must say, I do hope you'll produce a son and an heir soon. It would be so terribly good for Maxim. I do hope you're doing nothing to prevent it." What? Uh, like again uh, fucking uh, personal and also like that's why she's there to be a baby making machine and literally Maxim would like it so would you would literally like it'd it? be so good for maxim it's like you've already established yeah. i'm pretty underweight maybe having a baby mm. right now isn't the best option for me and it's like no no get on with it have a baby and it's just like great push your air out like, and also it's this whole thing about like you know they have to be your genes your air to like carry on that's like how you get fulfillment in life like he wants an literally. heir you don't say a son it's all about ownership and everything and heir to carry on his empire. It's not like, oh, you know, he'd yeah. really like a kid. I think, you know, he'd be a great father. It's like, make him an heir. Literally, like, I'll go back into it later, but there's so much shit about how he's like, how he wants an heir, not a son, an heir to inherit Mandley and keep Mandley in the family. And it's like, so about being a father, does that interest you? No, I give a shit. Like, ah, oh, no, I just said we're all on the same page, you dipshit. We were watching, um, like, this tiny build thing a little while ago, and there was a couple there with a kid that must have been, like, approaching two, and they kept calling uh, their kid the child, and they were like, oh, yeah, we thought this would be good for the child to have an area to play in, and we thought this, like, you know, barrier would be good to protect the child. And then um, at the end, the person was like, so um, what are your plans? Do you plan on carrying on living here? And they had built it all, and they really liked it. And yeah. It's become apparent after a year that it's not really suitable for a child. So we are actually, um, I can't remember, no, you know, they're moving oh, out of the normal sake. house. They're selling it. And I was like, they clearly hate their kid because they've built this place and they really like it, but they just can't make it work with their kids. So they keep calling their kid the child. And like, and now we have to move because of the child. I was like, you hate your kid, don't you? <gasps> you see this so much on Grand Designs where, you know, like they start building a project and also takes like five years to complete. And they're mm. like, oh, yes, yeah, so we've got two kids, so that's all good. And then by the time they finish, they've got four kids and they're like, that's a two, mm. that's a three bedroom house that we built there. Eee, the the moment. And it's just like, what's well, not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people do share them somewhere posh that we, that we don't, but still. I mean, your own space. such a tangent, but on tiny build things as well for kids, because obviously they're tiny houses, they literally build them tiny rooms that, you know, are only like four foot high. And they're like, the kids <gasps> love it because it's like, you know, their own little bunker. But you're like, yeah, but this literally has got like a time scale on it, hasn't it, though? Because they're growing yeah. and they're not going to be able to live in a four foot high room very long. <laughs> four foot isn't long, like... I mean, I, I mean, hi. So yeah, it's really short. So it's literally like for like toddlers, and they kind of crawl in and stuff. And yeah, the parent can kind of like you know amble in a little bit and help them. And you're like, mm. and these also, tiny little narrow doorways. Just as a general rule, mm. do not create in your home a place where you cannot reach your fucking child because they will exploit the shit out of that. I thought going be like, because, you know, you need to keep them safe. They could choke. No, there'll be little assholes with it. <laughs> no, there'll be little cunts with it. They'll get your expensive lipstick and they'll be like, I do love my face. And you're like, can you stop it now? They'll give it to me. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to shove your tampons up my nose in my little spare room. And you're like, oh, you suck. <laughs> anyway. Um, so anyway. the conversation moves away from having babies. Um, <laughs> Good. And DW asks B if she knows Jack Favell. And B tells her, like, oh, yeah, I think that's Rebecca's cousin. Um, but she seems quite closed off about the subject of Rebecca. And, like, you know, DW is just kind of like, well, you know, it was her sister-in-law, so she's probably quite traumatic for her as well. It's only been a year. Um, but mm. DW is also shocked that a man like him could have been related to someone as wonderful as Rebecca. Like, hey, do you want to fuck her too, mate? <laughs> like, how hot was she? <laughs> <laughs> like everyone wants to 
again out of pants. So um, literally, anyway, they arrive at the granny grandma's house, um, and it's more like a nursing home. Um, so she's got like a nurse okay. and everyone. And um, <clears throat> B tells her she's like, oh yeah, she's um, she's pretty deaf, pretty blind, and pretty forgetful. So. Yeah, um, and but I'd be like, it, "Fucking I great! I can literally do anything, and I won't make a bad impression because she won't bloody know." Literally, so it's all good. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't worry about it, babe. So yeah. You you will not literally. make a lasting impression, no matter what happens. Literally, so they walk in, and Beatrice introduces her, being like, "Oh, this is Maxim's new wife. Um, mm-hmm. She's actually quite a keen painter." And they kind of like have a, a good old laugh and a joke about painting and stuff, and then um, a laugh and a joke. Those brushes, you know, when they're well, painting. no, they're like, well, they're te- they're teasing DW because DW is like, "Oh, I'm not a proper painter." Um, oh yeah, and uh, and then like. The granny kind of chips in being like, a painter, what a funny thing to do. That's not a proper pastime. And the, and she's like, oh, no, it's, it's really nice and everything. Oh, no, it's fucking rude. And then, like, she's like, oh, Beatrice sent me some lovely books on painting for a, for a wedding present. And she's like, what a weird present. I wouldn't have uh, liked to have books as my wedding present. And if I'd received any, I wouldn't have read them. And then, like, obviously Beatrice looks quite hurt. Well, that's because it's so not your up. thing, sweetie pie. Literally, so it's just getting a bit awkward. And um, then... hang on a second, didn't you have to tell yeah. like one of James's grandparents, or not tell them that you did drama at uni or something? Because they wouldn't. Oh yeah, have liked I never it. told them. Yeah, because they, Alex. Um, so my partner, my partner's sister, her ex boyfriend did like sport, and she laughed in his face at the idea of doing sport as a subject. And so I just yeah. told them that I did acting. She never asked what I did. And I was like, that's fine. Um, so yeah, like the tea's going on. It's a bit awkward and whatnot. And then after a little while, um, the grandma turns to DW and goes, where's Maxim? Why didn't Maxim bring Rebecca? And Ooh. obviously that's a bit awkward. So Beatrice is like, yeah. no remember this is maxim's wife remember i i told you and she's like no no where's rebecca i want rebecca who is this person i don't know this person i want rebecca and so oh she starts getting Time like, to go home now. herself yeah literally so it's getting a bit awkward the granny's working herself up so the nurse kind of steps in being like i think you guys should go and yes. beatrice like kind of runs and dw leave and beatrice is really sweet she's like i am so sorry i didn't know she'd do that like she knows about you we've spoken about you Mm. i've written her letters maxim's written her letters she was really interested in your wedding abroad and everything like i forgot how much she loved rebecca sorry i wouldn't have everyone is a bit more social tact don't finish on i forgot yeah. how much you loved rebecca just be like she's a little bit senile obviously got a little literally. bit confused, but that was really uncomfortable for you thing, i'm sorry like, but don't take it personally this is the thing because dw handles it great she's like honestly don't apologize like yeah she's old and forgetful and she associates yeah. maxim with rebecca because that's all she's with known rebecca, she's never yeah. known me and maxim like it's fair enough it totally happens don't worry about it just yeah. let it go so dw actually handles like, it, it totally happened yeah it did totally happen it was really awful <laughs> It was really awful. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I don't think I'll be going um, for tea with Granny again. (laughs) No. So B drops her home and DW sees Maxim's car in his back. So she goes in to say hello to him. But she can hear him talking angrily to Danvers, basically saying, like, I will not have him here again. I've told you before, I do not want him in the house. I I was just imagining, I I will not have my wife given slipper feet. I won't have it. It's weird. (laughs) I won't have it, Danvers. It's weird. (laughs) You kept doing it to me whenever Rebecca was alive. It's weird. I don't like the slipper foot game. Stop it. <laughs> I don't like slipper feet. <laughs> and they run up the walls, hate it. Stop it. We're saying slipper feet. Slipper feet is actually normal. Slipper oh, hands, yeah, that, that's, that's weird. Sorry. We don't like the slipper hand games. Slipper feet we is normal. We don't like it. We only like <laughs> slipper feet. No slipper hands. There's no down. There's no slipper hands. <laughs> don't do it, Danny. I'm scared. <laughs> You're freaking everyone out! <laughs> yes, we're all very afraid. No, she's, he's telling her that he doesn't want Favel here again. And he says, yeah, never mind who told me um, who who told me he was here. I've told you I don't mm. want him here again. Um, so we don't know who told him uh, mm. that Favel's come. But um, DW kind of hides herself as Danvers leaves looking furious. And mm. then she goes in to Maxim and Maxim like, oh, who is it now? Oh, it's you. Friendly welcome. Yes. Highlight of my life. <laughs> Literally, that's pretty much what she's like. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's all good. How have you been? She's like, 
Hi, how have you been? Yeah, all right. And like, he doesn't tell her that he's had an argument with Danvers because obviously he doesn't mm. know that she was listening. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's just, she's just like, oh, I've had a funny sort of day. I went to see your grandma with Beatrix. Oh yeah, how was it? It's a right. Traumatic. <laughs> Traumatic, you know. Fine, real good. Anyway, oh. so obviously... So she just glosses over it. Yeah, the same way he glosses over his conversation with Danvers. Yeah. So communication is a strong element in their relationship. <clears throat> yeah, level 10. Communication goals. Communication goals, honestly. What absolute goals. Anyway, flash forward a little yeah. while and they've got some people around for tea and the subject of the manly ball comes up. Um, and oh, they're yeah. begging Maxim to host the ball again. And he's kind of like, oh, it's not my responsibility. It's Frank's and Mrs. De Winter's responsibility. And um, and it's like, it's not her responsibility, though, is it? Because she doesn't fucking know anything. Like, thanks for deferring she doesn't know all anything. the pressure and I, onto I, her. And I don't really think it's Frank's responsibility. Although I suppose he does kind of manage your house. But um, it, 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 out of all three of you, it definitely is also some your responsibility, Max. Yeah, I mean, it is your house. Like, I don't know why you've got enough scot-free. Yeah, yeah. and you have done it before. No. So it's definitely not DW's responsibility. I mean, you can train her how to do it if, like, you know, part of her role as your wife is meant to also be event manager, yeah. by all means. But don't just be like, have you ever planned a ball before? No, never. I've never even been to one. Well, you've got it, haven't you? See ya. Literally, it's, it's such bullshit. But he does kind of also say, like, obviously, <clears throat> Danvers will handle it all because, mm. well, that's her job. And it's like... And she is very good at her job. Let's not forget. She is very good. Yeah. And mm. they're all like, oh, that wonderful Mrs. Danvers. She's still here. And um, DW is like... Yeah, she's fucking yeah. great, isn't she? She's not terrifying with a fucking slipper hand game. <laughs> we love playing slipper hands. What's that? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. And they're all like, what's that? What's that, sweetheart? And she's like, yeah, it's fine. Fine, we'll Slip of the, the hand, ball. slip of the tongue. Sorry. Slip of the hand. Tickle me more than it should it's funny um so anyway she's kind of like backed into a corner so they agree that they're going to host the manly ball again um so after everyone leaves wonderful i can't wait um the subject kind of turns to what they will wear and maxim is like super cool and like fun so he's like i don't dress up oh annoying and then he has the (gasps) fucking audacity to be like well i'm the host that's enough responsibility so i won't dress up but you're not actually fucking doing anything and Doing anything. <laughs> doing it. I'm so angry. Doing anything. Um, and also, I think you literally just said, it's not my responsibility. And now you're saying, I've got enough responsibility. Pick a literally. cap, Maxim. Literally. Such a prick. So anyway, he's like, I'm not just mm. Um He does um, have this to say to DW um, when she mm. wonders what she should wear. Well, as long as you don't black your face and go as a monkey, I don't mind what you wear. What um, the fuck? I mean, I... I kind of feel like I shouldn't act that shocked. Definitely don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Old books are racist. Who knew? Um, oh, wait, I actually, oh, oh, well, everyone. Just, I'm going to give a little trigger. I probably should have done one for that point as well. But trigger warning, yeah. the racism level of the fucking costumes gets worse. Oh, my God. Does so, black up? Right. No, <laughs> no, she doesn't. Um, <laughs> the fact that I have to say she doesn't. Fucking hell. Anyway. Oh, my... <sighs> when is this set? 30? It's written in 1938. And it's a kind of thing that's like, oh, it's off the time. And it's like, I don't care. It's still fucking gross and wrong. It is gross and wrong. And again, um, like I was saying, uh, reading, uh, trying to read some more um, old books that aren't just written by white people. Yeah. So good with my life. I'm trying to read old shit, not written by white people. You said so eloquently. Um, but yeah, I read... It's so beautiful. I read um, William W. Brown's um, A Fugitive Slave. And literally... When everyone's like, oh, it's off the time. No, people were protesting all things like this at the time they were going on. Obviously, um, this is about the abolition of slavery, so it's a lot older than this. But, um, you know, slavery yeah. was always controversial. There were always people being like, no, it's really not cool. And always people from all races like protesting against it, saying, no, you need to get rid of it. Literally. There were always bits of America that said, no, we don't have slavery here. Hence why um, people had to escape to those states in order to be protected. Literally. And couldn't travel outside I ha- them. I, re- I find it so frustrating, this idea of being like, oh, this newfangled idea that everyone's a snowflake fighting for all these preposterous things. And it's like, I, I mean, I, we did a live a while ago um, that was like, and I was talking about a... Um, an English poet, a, um, a, a female poet from like the mid- medieval times, mm. and her poetry was literally talking about how women are oppressed and yep. it's wrong, and how we shouldn't be subjected to staying in these like awful relationships. And it's like, sorry, who yeah. said that feminism was a modern trait of like un- 
like ungrateful women literally and there were so many people like speaking out against the way women were portrayed in medieval poetry because they were literally like um oh and she was raped and it really upset her husband but she was fine like ah i don't really think literally i was Um, so fucked and like as well like there's also as well like there's loads of people being all like stupid being like oh this new fangled idea of lesbians and gays what's that about and it's like there are literally photos of like victorian women who are a couple that are like you know cuddling and kissing and everything you know like before christianity was a thing there's like you know if you go if you look around pompeii and like there are two men hugging oh they were best friends no they fucking weren't sunshine come the fuck along your dying moments you hug your best friend do you no you hug your lover and ancient Greece, Greece as well, like, yeah, homosexuality. Literally, like, Sappho like, was supposedly, like, a massive lesbian, and it's like, although, you know, she should be remembered more for her um, her works rather than, what was what was her sexuality? Because yeah, it doesn't she matter fucking? what someone's sexuality is. It can just... But, yeah, literally all these new fandangled <laughs> things, like, oh, yeah, um, I, there were definitely people speaking out against it at the time. Like, 100%. Literally. It's just, like, you know, again, people can get away with... I mean, you still see on, like, TV or the internet today people making like rape rape jokes and stuff and people like oh it's funny though at the end of the day like that's thing there will always be an audience for this kind of thing um but you know that's the thing because that's what breeds this like yeah that's the thing like that's why people think like you know the whole thing with like the 97 percent of women have been sexually harassed and people don't believe in it's like no because you don't understand what harassment is Mm. and the people who are saying like oh i don't believe in it's like it's because you're one of the perpetrators it's because you're a predator and you don't want to identify yourself with that Literally. part of the problem literally and it's like, oh, it's just locker room the talk though and it's like no it is never okay to like make women feel uncomfortable like it doesn't matter no. if you're not physically touching them your words have power too and you need to fucking educate yourselves and do better and i also think as well like oh it's just locker talk yeah but you're talking to other people and maybe you will never go on and you will never like make a woman feel uncomfortable and you're like I'll but just you're making it, it okay for them you're making so it okay for them and you don't know what they're going to go on and say. And the amount of privilege, like, well, it's just a conversation I had one time. It's a conversation you had one time, but, you know, then he's gone off the other that guy thinking that it's okay. Life. Yeah, and, like, treated someone appallingly as a result of, oh, it's just locker talk. But there are knock-on effects, aren't there, babe? Because that's the thing. Like, you have to stamp it out at the base level where it's just a joke. Because, mm. like you say, then someone's going to take it to the next mm. level, level where they touch someone and then they're going to laugh about that with their friends and yep. then one of their friends is going to take it to the next level where they rape someone. And it's yep. like, and that's because you said it was okay right from the beginning and you're part of the problem. Literally. And it's just like this idea as well. Like, well, why are you afraid to speak out then? Why don't you speak out to your friends when they say things like this? Is it because you too are afraid of men? Because yes. men are an issue and therefore your argument saying not all men is a moot point because you too fear men and i i saw this thing this morning um it was just a tweet um someone saying like why are we always discussing like gun laws and everything in america why are we always bringing it back down to the fact that these guns are available but when you look at the statistics it's men who predominantly buy them and go and do these heinous acts so why aren't we more talking about the fact that men can't fucking control their emotions and are going around killing people i'm not saying there's never ever been a woman that's gotten a gun and shot someone of course there has but if you look at the amount of statistics it's predominantly men in it yeah and then these guys have the fucking audacity to turn around to women and call us hysterical and over-emotional. It's like, I know. I've never shot someone because of my emotions, Gerald. And it, just the fact, hysterical, like, I know we've said this before and everyone knows it, but hysteria comes from the fact that your womb is like, you know, wandering around the body and getting everything all up in a tizzwas. Literally. And the how deeply ingrained it is that even the language means essentially crazy woman. It's so, it's so messed up. And it's just like, when you look at, like, situations in life and, you know, it's always like this idea that women are much crazier and erratic mm. than men. Like, I mean, I'm going to go on to say in a minute, Maxim has a line where he's sort of like, men are not so sim- are not so difficult to understand, dear. You know, we're much more plain simple. But then there's the terrors and the fathoms of the female mind. And it's like, I'm sorry. I Firstly, can we just talk about women's patience? The fact that we put up with everything being designed for men. Everything mm. is designed for men. You know, like, it, you know, sportsman, policeman. Yep postman like it's mm. all men everyone assumes they're men doctor everyone assumes it's a yep. man we put up with that and we're patient with fucking shit like that mm. the second someone says 
police person or police yep. officer and make it gender neutral. Men have a hissy fit and throw their prams out or throw yep. their toys all out of the pram. And like, no war has ever been started by a woman because men can't control their emotions. And yet we are apparently the ones who are over emotional. And also this thing about men not understanding women and women understanding men. I actually think it's so much like the other way around because I feel a lot of women are much more... Um, in touch with their emotions and again you know feminism works for mm. everyone it's because we're encouraged to like you know talk with each other and get to know ourselves and be in touch and, and men are men are very much encouraged to not yeah know our triggers and everything whereas men are yeah. taught to like oh i don't really know that emotion push it down push it down push it down so these men don't actually know Never themselves show any negative and ones. so you're like so you yeah. want me to get to know you and know you through to your soul but you don't actually know yourself so how can i do that i know myself so i'm presenting myself and the reason it's difficult for you like oh you're a fully faceted Literally. person with multiple layers there's a lot to get hold of and like you've got that too sweetie but you just don't understand it and you've repressed it all so you think you're just a shell and so you're easy to get to know but really you're just this whole unfathomable thing that could just pop one day just pop pop right off and that's scary Lit- that's scary literally mm. it's so fucked up and it, literally this is why everyone needs feminism because mm. we need to get rid of that toxic masculinity because that's not mm. healthy for the guys either and we don't mm. want the guys to suffer and you know like because that's mm. one of the things why male i think i was saying it uh, the day but like that's why male suicide rates are higher mm. than female suicide rates it's because men feel they cannot talk about these issues yeah. and they do have problems they feel like i have to be strong and masculine crying mm. and having these things aren't masculine and that's yep. why they're driven to that to do awful things whereas women generally tend to be like mm. i recognize something is wrong so i should do something about it whereas yep. men have this idea that you know like you do not have mm. sad emotions you have anger and joy mm. and this is how you function this like, is how it works it's so that's, that's true and also die. like not even like you know getting to the point where you're like i've got serious problem obviously women do have serious problems but sometimes like mm. oh i can see i'm onto a bit of a bad a bad start here you know i should clearly change some yeah. things to keep myself on an even kilter when you know a lot of like guys can't even tell when they're fucking dehydrated <laughs> oh literally anyway, anyway <laughs> rant rant over mm. so yeah um they kind of like make a deal that um DW won't tell Maxim what her costume shall be. It's like it's going to be this big surprise and everything. Um, and oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. So yeah, then she reflects how much she wishes wishes she was like older to be more on Maxim's level because he always kind of like he talks down to her like a child, like he's very patronising and like sort of like they're like silly little one. Oh, you're so cute. And you shouldn't like, wish you were older. Kind of, like, you should wish to have a partner that's more on your level if that's the case. And literally, like. You just well there's literally like there's a whole person between like obviously yeah people, but like he's like more than twice her age yeah like it's weird mm. um but yeah so and then like oh and they just love a cheeky hint of incest like this is where they're on the same level because mm. she fucking loves it she's reflecting on like yeah how she was she could be older and so she's like um, I wish he didn't see me as a child. I want to be his wife, his mother. I want to be old. Um, I'm like what, honey? <laughs> honey, honey, you don't want to be his mum. <laughs> uh, I mean, one pick a camp because you're flitting all over the place. But also, what? Why? Why do you want to be his mum? Hey, honey, you don't want to be his mum. That's that's weird. Uh, again, she needs someone to talk to because, like, because that's uh, weird. Like. What? What do you mean his mum? Again, like, or is it like a weird thing? Like, he's always patronising me. It'd be nice to be like, actually, Maxim, it works this way. Fuck you. But that, you know, that doesn't mean you have to be his mum. Just like, I wish, you know, I could have some authority in the relationship as well. Yeah. Yeah, be equals. Or even like, you know, not even equals. I can understand like if someone's been talking down to you, like, right, I want to get on the playing field where I'm slightly above them for once and just fucking school them. But, um, but yeah, that doesn't... Not not incest. You can be like, I want to school them. You don't have to be their mum. You don't. And she's like, honey, don't be his mum. You can imagine like being like her her mate, and she's mm. like spilling this all out. She's like, I want him to treat me like his wife, like his mother. Like, wow, whoa. The fuck did you just say? So does she you mean, didn't mean that? Did you, sweetie? Because I took that in a slight. Like she's just like, I want him to, to treat me with like the respect he would treat his mother. But then again, not his mother. Just like you know, treat me with respect. Final line. Full stop. There. Yeah, like like what. Why are you bringing his mom into it? Literally, it's like yeah, yeah. That's a hell of a eh? hell of hell of a simile, darling. Yeah, like I, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't start with that one. I wouldn't yeah. start with it. That's a bit weird. Um, but yeah, so the preparations um, for the ball. kind of start beginning 
Yeah, yeah they begin. And Mrs. Danvers is in charge of organising mm. it. Um, DW tends to stay out of her way or get in the way. Mm. Um, or why it's like she can't decide what to wear. So she's kind of having like this thing of being like, oh, it has to be something magnificent. What shall I be? What shall I be? And um, interestingly, mm. Maxim suggests that she goes Alice from Alice in Wonderland, a story about a literal child written by a pedo. Oh, it is written by a pedo. Do you relate to that, Maxim? I forgot that. Yeah, like, yeah. Do, do you relate to that a bit, Maxim? Is that, because it's weird. It's weird. Ew, it is so, like, if there's an age gap, like, why don't you dress up as a little schoolgirl? Oh, wow. Literally, oh, wow. it's fucking gross. <laughs> I think, I think um, uh, we anyway, need to see other people. Literally, it's fucking disgusting. So as the ball's drawing closer and closer, and DW still hasn't thought of a costume, mm. um, Mrs. Danvers offers some helpful advice, which Ooh. is, you know bit out of character for her but maybe mm. she's feeling guilty about being mm. a bit fucking weird with you know slip of hands yeah exactly <laughs> feel bad about slip of hands like, uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a heads up um, okay yeah she's like look i realized the slip of hands wasn't your cup of tea i overstepped my boundaries i thought it'd be fun and yeah. clearly it wasn't for you yeah sorry so i thought sorry. i'd make amends yeah. Sorry, sorry, slip of hands also for you. I mean, I do have a pair if you'd like to play. No, thank you. Okay, okay. <laughs> thank you. All right, right, right. They're there if you want them. They're there if you want them. Look, I don't have to be here when you play. I just, I think it's a lot of fun. I'll just leave them here for you. <laughs> I really like slip of hands. I don't really see it as a person, you know, with a personality or whatever that you can't like slip of hands. But you know what? I've been told it's not everyone's thing. I've been told that when I force other people's slippers onto other people's hands, it can be a bit weird. I'm sorry. All right? <laughs> no, I, I think it's great laugh. I understand. I said I recognise I'm wrong. Yeah. But you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'll leave the slippers. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to play? No? All right. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't mind. Um, she suggests um, why not copying one of the portraits from the gallery as they all have amazing costumes mm. and um, DW is kind of being like hey yes maybe but inside being like that's a fucking genius idea <laughs> um, you are good at your job you are so good wow you we should really should. I mean if you weren't so creepy I would think about giving you a raise like, <laughs> yeah. I want you to leave <laughs> yes yeah, so, I'll let you leave after the party so, mm. Yeah, and she particularly suggests the painting of a young lady in white with a hat in her hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and so DW takes them, thanks her for the suggestion, and is like, kind of like, well, wow, why was she so kind to me? Mm. And yeah, she does kind of think like, oh, maybe um, it's because, you know, I caught her with Jack Favell and she knows that I wasn't the one to tell Maxim, so maybe it's her kind of way of being like, oh, Cheers. thanks, mate. Got my back. Um, <clears throat> Yeah. So uh, moving on, um, one night at dinner, DW tells Maxim how she wishes he'd treat her like an equal and not a child. Okay, really thought you were going to say, I just wish you'd treat me like your mother. But she said equal and not like a child. That's better. You're learning, DW. Yeah, just like halfway through dinner. I wish you'd treat me like your mum. Um. <laughs> Weird. What? <laughs> um, but no. And... This begins by him telling her not to ask so many questions and saying, Listen, my sweet, when you were a little girl, were you ever forbidden to read certain books? And did your father put those books away under lock and key? To which she responds, yes. Well then, a husband is not so very different from a father. I thought she was going to respond with, no, Maxim, because I'm an orphan. My dad's dead. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. My bad. No, but he. So she responds yes, and he responds with, "Well then, a husband is not so very different from a father after all." Disgusting. There is a certain type of knowledge I prefer you not to have. Ooh. So uh, literally keeping her innocence by like not letting her be educated in certain things, so she literally stays a fucking child. Yeah, and keep also, it dumb. There is a big fucking difference between a father and a husband. Yeah, but I right. fucking hope so. Like, Jesus Christ. I mean, one thing I will say, like, where they are perfectly matched to each other, you're both weirdly into, like, your parents. Yeah, you So, you know what? Like, parent boundary crossing grossness. Like, you found someone yeah, with a similar kink, like, I'll say that. I'll say that for them. But yeah, fucking disgusting. Um, and she comes back with, oh, I wish you would not treat me as though I was six. And he goes, how do you want to be treated? Like, not a fucking child. Yeah. She, she just told you, if you fucking listen Open your it. ears! And she says, like other men treat their wives. Knock them about, you mean? No, Maxim. No. And if and if that is the first thought that your mind goes to, just like, I'm sorry, but you were just like the biggest red flag. Also, who are you fucking hanging out with? 
Like, is that what all your yeah, mates like, do? In which case, get other friends cause, and tell your friends not to hit their wives. And if you know about that shit going on, you should report it. You're, Maxim, there is a lot to unpack here about what a terrible person you are. Literally, it's like that typical thing like, oh, women want equal rights, so I should hit women, should I? No, don't hit anyone. Why are you hitting people? Yeah, like, you're not meant to hit Why? Why do you want to hit people? I saw a TikTok of it and they was like, yeah, that, that argument. So I can hit anyone, can I? And it's just like, you're scary. Yeah, you're... You're all kinds of scary, man. I don't I don't want to be near like, you. It just, it's like, you know, people go to prison. Like, men go to prison for hitting men. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Do you, have you heard of not, GBH? You're not meant to hit anyone. Yeah, yeah like, assault. Regardless of sex, you're not meant to hit anyone. If you, yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. If you punch someone in a pub, like, you're going to have to, like, go to the police station and shit, like... Yeah, it's punishable by law. Yeah, like... The reason you don't punch women is is not because they're protected by an extra law, like... If anything, they're kind of not, because most of the laws that would, yes. you know, like, stalking laws and stuff, don't protect women, actually, because, as we've seen in recent news, a woman mm. was actually fined for wasting police time because she kept yep. reporting her stalker, and then he killed her! Literally. So, it, to be honest, mate, if you want to crack on and hit women, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's a nice thing to do, but you're probably all right. <laughs> you're probably so right. Because, you know, most people don't believe women. They do believe men. Yeah. So, at least yeah. if you hit a woman, people probably won't yeah. believe her. So, you know so, what? Yeah, go for it. Um, yeah, you, you <laughs> do not hit on, women. Mate. Do not hit people. Um <laughs> Just like putting out that we are joking. Don't hit people. Yeah. Anyway, Don't it's hit just like, people. Maxim, is that the first thought that comes to your mind when talking about husbands and wives is husbands beating their wives? Is that really where your mind instantly goes? Because if so, mm. that's really, really scary and I'm going to leave. Yeah, literally. Like, is what she should that, have said. <laughs> yes, is what we wish had happened. Instead, was she like, maybe the odd not? <laughs> she, no, she is like, no, Maxim, what the hell? I just want to be treated like an adult. And he's like, silly little sausage girl, now finish your pudding or you'll choke on your food if you talk with a full mouth. <laughs> and it's like, so annoying. He's really gross. Like, he, he literally did just, there's like, Maxim, honey. I know you remarried because you lost your wife. Mm. Did you actually just want a kid, though? Because I kind of feel that's the dynamic I'm getting from this. Like, did you just want a kid? Maxim, do you know the difference between marriage and adoption? One and the same. Now, that's where we got a problem, sweetie. (laughs) That's that's where the issue came. See, I thought I was entering a marriage. Mm. I didn't know you wanted me to be your daughter. Mm. and in which case, we should probably stop calling me Mrs. De Winter. Because yes. it's, it's weird. Very strange. It's like, there's a lot more hoops you have to jump through to adopt a child. Marrying a woman, they'll just let you get on with it. Ah! Mm. <laughs> I see. Well, as your new daughter, I'm going to go away to school. Mm. Far away from you. Yes. You're going to pay for it. You're going to pay for it. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, so this is working out for me in the end. Uh, bye, Daddy yeah. Dearest. Bye, sweetie. Um, so anyway, disgusting. So yeah, determined to be look more grown up, DW gets the outfit from the painting Mrs. Mm. Danvers suggested. So she like sketches it up really nicely um, and sends it off. And she also orders like a curly dark wig because mm. um, she's like, oh, my hair would never curl like that. Mm. So she orders the wig to look the part as well. And so now she's decided on a costume and she's got it all ordered. She begins to actually look forward to the ball. Like she's like enjoying all the decorations around Mandy, like all the floors being laid, the banquet hall being set the flowers in the garden like the full works i mean as i say mrs danvers is damn good at her yeah job. i mean she has put on a fine spread she has put on a kraken show mm. um so at lunch before the ball dw maxim and frank are all having a great time and dw says we were all three in a rather hearty cheerful humor um a cheerful humor that of people who are after that of people after a funeral like why is everyone every simile every metaphor it's just so fucking weird it's like no that's not a thing why do you think that's a thing like sorry but funerals are sad things and also dw both of your parents died pretty prematurely so on on like average most of the funerals you've been to would have been ultimately very sad ones what I'm the fuck is wrong with you? Daphne de Maurier and the person like, happy after a funeral. Have you been to a funeral? Yeah, whose? 
My aunt. Oh, were you close to your aunt? I fucking hated her. Okay, I see where this simile's gotten confused. <laughs> I see how it got... Like, generally, funerals are sad. <laughs> like, this is oh, like... I was right. like, trying to, like, understand. I'm like, does she mean, like... Because obviously, like, the weight of the funeral, when that's done and when you're in the pub at the wake afterwards and you've got a drink and you're kind of, like, reflecting on good times. Mm. But it's still sad! It is still sad. Like, and also, like, be normal. You're not meant to be like, oh, it's it's kind of happy at the end, isn't it? Like, oh, sent- read the room. It's a funeral. <laughs> Literally. Like, what? Just say wedding. Yeah. Weddings yes. are happy. What party? Oh, you know what it you know what it is? It's because her wedding wasn't happy because she married a freak. Oh yeah. I'm sorry everyone, I'm really hungry. I'm just gonna put a biscuit in my mouth. Carry I'm on. Bit, oh, I'm gonna have a bag of crisps. Um so yeah, that was just fucking weird. Mm. Um so they go up to the house after lunch and meet Beatrice and her husband Giles. Mm. And this is where the racism comes in, guys. Oh, so God. I I'm I'm putting it in to like, you know, Make awareness of, like, how fucking fucked up all this shit is. Mm -hmm. Because obviously it's not okay. But it's just fucking, like, what the fuck? Mm. Um, So he tells them that he's going to come, because none of them are in costume yet. They're all going to go get ready after, after, like, they've had a bit of a hello and whatnot. Yeah. Um, That he's going to dress as an an Arabian sheik. Arabian sheik? So, yeah, not a sheep. (laughs) But sheik Um, is in... C-H-I-C? No. Um, sorry, I, I, when you said it, I had to respell it out along with that to see if it was mm. the same. No, basically, sheik in these terms basically means like a man of, an Arabian man over 50 who is like of high um, respect and honour. Okay. They, they generally wow. wear, I mean, I googled it to look that up and then I looked at images and all the images were of just costumes of it, which is basically a long white mm. robe and like a headdress and it's like, Again, I feel it's weird that the mo- images of this are all costumes. Yeah, so it's clearly like just a stereotype people. and not really a real thing. I'm just kind of yeah. like, I look a bit foreign. Yeah. No, I'm just stupid. Literally. Maxim, for once, has the right idea to, to hearing this and goes, good God. Good. Um, so, you know, it's not good. Okay. Um, to which Beatrice responds with going, it's not all bad. He strains his face and leaves off his glasses. He straightens his face. Strains. So obviously because he's white and generally Arabian people are darker. Oh. Strains his face to make his face red. It took me a minute to catch up with what his, his objective even was there. <laughs> Is this related to the it's costume? Just like, no. It's just like, guys, you can't you can't do that. And I feel like well, we'll, we'll get into really it in a minute. It's bad for you. You're going to have an aneurysm or something. I know. I was like, I was like, you're going to have a... And Giles drinks and eats a lot of good food. Like, mm. hey, you're, you're going to suffer. Um, he does actually decide to paint his face, which is such a great idea instead. Oh, it, that's wonderful. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, maybe he yeah. deserved to have an aneurysm or a heart attack for being so fucking racist. Literally, like... like now he's just being racist without the threat to himself. Maybe there's lead in the paint. Literally. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can but hope. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they go up and we'll start getting ready. Um... Clarice, who is like DW's maid, is so excited helping DW get into the costume and fixing on the wig. Um, and DW reflects that this um, that this would be better as a period ball and as, you know, it's going to look weird with everyone like in this grand place dancing around looking like dickheads. Um, so I'm and giving reflects... myself stupid giggles. Why do we use the word period for so many different things? Now I can only see yeah. it as women on their period. <laughs> Coming together, to be honest, sounds great. Um, you'd have comfy sounds seats, great. snacks, hot water oh. bottles, painkillers. There'd be so hot many snacks. Yeah, but sounds sorry, great. it just conjured that into my head, anyway. and I was just there like, period ball. That'd be great. Why do we have the word period for so many different things? It is a versatile word. Anyway, hmm. she reflects and thinks of Giles as well meaning and heartfelt guys of an Arabian shriek. <laughs> Um, it's not very heartfelt or warming, it really is it, because it's actually really racist, isn't it? I love it when people are racist, it warms my heart. (laughs) Warms the cockles of me are. It's like, all right then, all right. The thing is, I bet like, well, I know, like back in the day and even now, like with the older generation, they're like, you know, that's just the kind of humour everyone can get behind. A bit of casual racism. It's just nice. Everyone can have a laugh Which, at the stereotypes, can't so they? It's so fucked up. And you're like, no, like, it's fucking uh, hurtful and not cool. Like, oh, all right, generation snowflake. See, this is what irritates me about the term snowflake. Mm. This idea that we're generation snowflake 
because we're like, I just don't think you should make jokes out of people's lives. Yep. And to be honest, like, I just don't think it's funny. Fucking ice Harold. <laughs> like, you're sort of like, jokes. sorry, Harold, you want to call me a snowflake? You're the one on Facebook screaming at me mm. for saying, like, I don't think racist jokes are funny and how I yep. ruined your life. I kind of think you're overreacting more. Literally. Like, uh, I-, I can knock you flat on your ass right now. <laughs> Literally. So, like, of, of all of, you know, the snowflakes, I only see you, Boomer. Yeah. <laughs> Boom right out the room. Like, also, can we talk about Karen? Karen is a snowflake. Mm, mm. Can I talk to your manager? Like, do you want to get a grip? Yeah. Anyway, so and- she gets ready. Um, she's wearing this beautiful white dress. She's got the big dark lavish curly wig um she's got all her makeup on and everything and she's like so she starts heading heading down to where like so just to be clear most of the party guests haven't arrived now it's mm. just maxim frank giles and beatrice there so it's not like everyone's there mm. yeah um so yeah she starts heading down and she, there's like the band up in like the bandstand and she asks the drummer to announce her with like the boom 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 and uh, okay, to, make an to call out miss I know. And so the the portrait is of one of um, Maxim's, again, they love the incest, one of Maxim's um, ancestors called Miss Caroline de Winter. So she gets them to call that out as an announcement. Um, So that happens. And then it goes on back into the story. She says, I came forward to the head of the stairs, white cap in my hand, like the girl in the picture. I waited for the clapping and laughter that would follow as I walked slowly down the stairs. Nobody clapped. Nobody moved. Beatrice gave a little cry and put her hand over her mouth. How do you do, Mr. De Winter? I said. Maxim oh. had not moved. His face was ashen white. Frank went to him, but Maxim shook him off. Something was wrong. They had not understood. Why was Maxim looking like that? Why did they all stand like dummies in a trance? Then Maxim came forward. What the hell do you think you're doing? It, it's the picture, I said, terrified at his eyes, his voice. Nobody moved. What is it? What have I done? You fucked ah. up, babies. What you've done? Oh no! Because she's not fucked up. Danny's. I, I mean, I think we need to explain to everyone. Or maybe you could do it in a minute. Danny has given her a merry ring around the rosy. Literally. So Maxon tells her he's like, "Go and get changed. I don't care what you put on. Anything, but go and get changed now." And mm. like he appears like white fury, you know, like. Yeah. So she turns and runs up the stairs, like starting to cry. <clears throat> And as she's going up the stairs, she sees fucking Danvers in the West Wing corridor with a look of triumph on her skull face. Just I'm like, you're decking a you, you skull face skank. Oh, I would, like, she is going over the banister. Yeah. Hadouken, <laughs> you're out of here. Like, it just says, look, look, I've already ruined tonight, so you're going over the banister as a bonus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't know why you're laughing. You're going to fucking die. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know what's so funny when it's your fucking funeral, mate. You know yeah. a bit early when I said funerals were funny. It was yours. I was imagining yours. <laughs> Let me out. Let me out. <laughs> so yeah, she kills Mrs. Danvers. Good. <laughs> she doesn't. I wish. Anyway, so she runs back to her room and Clarice is there like crying about the whole situation and like trying to help her undo her dress. And she's Aww. basically being like, it's okay, Clarice. It's not your fault. You didn't know. Like, I want you to go back to your room, clean your face up and I want you to go and enjoy the night. You know, there's like, it's all good. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Which is really nice. And she was a... DW doesn't fully understand what's gone on yet, has she? Does she? She she doesn't know the full weight of it, but she knows whatever it is. She's upset Max yeah. and it's, she's hurt him and she's like... What the fuck have I done? Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's just sort of like, Clarice, just go. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Just please mm. don't tell any of the other servants about what's just happened. And mm. Clarice is like, of course not. <laughs> oh, Clarice no. like, honey, you just did it in front of all the guests. How do you think this is staying quiet? It wasn't all the guests. It was only the immediate family. The rest oh. of the guests haven't arrived yet. Oh, okay. That's okay. Oh, what's she complaining about? No, it's still traumatic. It's still awful. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so she's like... So she's like taking off the dress yeah. and everything and then Beatrice comes in and is like ah 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 it's not your fault you didn't know but ah basically ah, ah. the thing is ah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before Rebecca died yeah that she wore that exact outfit and it mm. was basically like seeing a ghost walk down the stairs what with a wig and everything so mm, yeah bad taste realise you didn't know what you were doing ah probably should have mentioned something ah sorry uh. And also, did you pay to have that made? Because there's lol totally one upstairs. 
Because, <laughs> yeah, we totally already have one. Ah. Um, <clears throat> oh, I just realised something else annoying. So Danny literally told her which dressmaker to order it from, so it would be exactly the same. I was thinking this as well, if the, as a dressmaker. Seriously? Yeah, the dressmaker getting the um, brief, like, y'all fucking weird. Rich people are weird, who knew? <laughs> literally just writing it, reading it, like, so I've just like, mate, mate, you know that <laughs> dress we got ordered to make last year for Mrs. De Winter? Yeah. The one that died? Yeah, she died. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that one. So you know Maxim got a new wife? Yeah. Yeah. So she's ordered the exact same dress in her measurements. Fuck off. I know. Fuck off. Fuck off, right. <laughs> like, who'd have thought? Weird. He's weird. And also... Like, that dress is also one of his ancestors. Weird. Weird. <laughs> just more layers of weird. You couldn't write it. You couldn't write it. <laughs> it's almost like, I'm almost tempted to put a note in the box, like, y'all weird. <laughs> yeah, just in, uh, embroider it on the back. You're strange. <laughs> <laughs> you are creepy. Run fast. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want your custom anymore. <laughs> or recognise him as a woman in this situation. Run away from him. You know our address. Come here. We will help like, you. I need you to come into town for a fitting. <laughs> come yes. here. And then just like, honey, don't go back there. Yeah. Again, if only we were in the story and could have recognized, you know, I mean, yeah, for hindsight is a great thing. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. Sorry, doesn't yeah. it freak you out that um, the saying is hindsight is twenty twenty, and then what 2020 was <gasps> and how things would have changed with hindsight? <gasps> it makes me feel fucking sick. But yeah, <gasps> carry on. <laughs> if only we'd had the hindsight to know that it would have scared us. Yeah. <laughs> Ghosts yeah. are real. Anyway, so yeah, Beatrice is like, yeah, we understand that you didn't realise it was just an awful coincidence. You know, you didn't know it's fine. Yeah. Um, like, don't worry about it. Um, and she's like, Maxim doesn't know that though, does he? I saw how angry he was, and she was, and she's like, well, it was just a bit of a shock. Mm, you know? a bit of a I'm shock sure he'll come around. He'll understand. And it's like, no, he fucking hates me. He thinks I did this on purpose. And she's like, I mean, he did say that he thought it was because you know you said you were going to shock him with your costume. He <laughs> did think it was a bit of a sick joke, but I'm sure he'll understand. He has got quite a dark sense of humour. But then again, it comes back to the thing of like, Maxim, you won't fucking tell me anything. You say, oh yeah, go dress up as whatever, just be nice, look nice, and then you don't say. However, it might be prudent that you don't do this, 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 this 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 because i got a lot of trauma i mean just you know like of all i mean i guess you know again hindsight is a great thing you didn't know she was going to choose that costume you didn't know that mrs danvers mm. was going to set her up like the bitch she is but yeah. you know just maybe you know being like when you instead of your little racist joke about dressing like a monkey mm. why don't you just say as long as you don't dress as my great ancestor um mm. caroline de winter in the picture we'll all be all good why didn't you make the joke relevant maxim literally, literally. notice i mean how she didn't dress as a monkey because you <laughs> asked her to and also well she clearly is a bit, anyway yeah <laughs> problems but, um also also um surely this is a sackable offense for danny like she's gone right oh well hando well, yeah no, she's not anyway so b is trying to convince her to like go down to the party like you really should come down you know like we've already thought of a story that you know we'll just say that your dress didn't arrive in time and you can can just wear a normal dress like it's be fine um and she's just basically like i can't i can't go down i can't face them and she and b is like no but you've got to because like i'm sorry but it's going to be a lot worse if you don't. Like, everyone will fucking talk about it. And she's like, Aww. no, B, I can't. I just can't. So B is basically has to be like, well, I have to go. Mm, <laughs> Do you want me to send up for some cocoa? <laughs> Literally. So after B leaves, DW is thinking about all the gossip that people have, like, being like, oh, apparently she's not ill at all. Maxim got really angry with her, and that's what started this whole thing of why she won't even come down. Oh, so silly. To be fair, that reflects more badly on Maxim. Yeah. Mm. Um, But she puts the dress away and irons out the uh, blue one that Beard picked out for her. Mm. Um, And, like, does her, like, brushes her hair, washes off all, like, the tear-stained makeup and everything, and goes down to join the party. Should we leave it there for today? Yeah, I was going to say, I seem to remember in like the Netflix version as well, it's like a really like, you know, badly fitted dress and everything because she's been crying, like she doesn't look good. And so she's just walking around like, I feel like shit. I look like shit. So I've, yeah, it's not like, it's not a ball dress, you know, it's like a summer yeah. dress. So it's just the wrong vibe. In wrong but yeah uh, mm. and you know like she's clearly been crying washed off all her makeup and so 
Do you know the frustrating thing? Yeah. I understand why she can't also just go and do this because um, uh, I was going to say there's clearly loads of ball dresses upstairs that were Rebecca's, but if she came down in that, Max was just like, stop dressing up as my ex-wife! <laughs> What's wrong with <laughs> Knock something over. What's wrong with you? Just stop dressing as my wife. It's better now. Why won't you stop it? Can you imagine that moment of her going to Danny like, I need another dress. Can you get me another one? Sure. Certainly. Of course. <laughs> sure. This how is about a nighty? wedding dress. <laughs> yeah, a wedding dress. I've got this wedding dress lying around. <laughs> really? Like, okay, you cannot trust a word out of Danny's mouth. She's a fucking venomous snake. She is a slithering snake. She is. She's the fucking worst. Right, well, tune in next week and we'll see how the party doth go. I'm guessing not very well from your tone. Oh, poor, poor Ups and downs, innit? Ups and downs. I'll do some quick plugs. So if you've liked what you've heard here today, you can catch us on all the social medias. Just pop Unclassical Podcast or Unclassical into whatever you like and see if we pop up. If we don't pop yeah. up, we're probably not on it, but we probably are. Um, and uh, if you've really yeah, liked yeah. what you've heard, you can catch us on Patreon where you can make donations. I won't labour the point, but there's more stuff over there and it's cheap as chips. Actually, you know... Inflation and shit is always going up in this country. Cost of living. It's probably cheaper than chips. So, it probably so, is. Yeah, literally. So there you go, guys. And we will catch you next week. Bye. 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 For fuck's sake. Bye.